welcome and merry meet. I'm Sarah and this is your weekly witch fix. Today we're going to be taking a look at Bullet Witch, which is a third person shooter from Japan released on Xbox 360 in the UK in 2007, which is 11 years ago. So a little bit late on this one. I can't actually remember uh, a lot about Bullet Witch. I do remember that I played it, but it was a, a while ago. I had to trust Wikipedia to refresh my memory because my Xbox 360 has bitten the dust big time. What I do remember about Bullet Witch was that it was one of the first games that we had for the Xbox 360 and it was probably my idea to buy it based solely on the word witch in the title. It can't have been because of any of the reviews, which are lukewarm at best and scathing at worst. For example, this from IGN. In a time when gamers are constantly looking for a next-gen experience, Caviar has put together a game that feels like it was made for the original PlayStation. Burn, IGN. Sure, the graphics are in a high resolution, and you get achievements for beating the game. But other than that, there is little to make Bullet Witch feel current. The AI is atrocious, collision detection is hit or miss, I see what you did there, and the gameplay tends towards the frustrating side of the spectrum all too often. Even if you can overlook these problems, Bullet Witch is short and shallow enough to grow stale quickly. Well, at least it's short. I remember the game as being quite linear and quite a restrictive shooter in terms of what we have now in terms of open world. It was also very, very brown. There were also a shortage of different types of enemies. I remember fighting the same three to four types of enemies over and over again. The ghast who have like human faces and skin sewn on them as armour and those weird floating guys with the giant brains. I also remember dying a lot and that there were several free skins you could download to put cute little outfits on the main character including a schoolgirl uniform. So it has that to recommend it. In the game you play as the titular Bullet Witch who is actually called Alicia and has a demon in her mind which is imaginatively named Darkness. This demon tells you where to go and what to do some of the time in kind of a weird voice like it's talking to you from the bottom of a well. Alicia is a witch, as the title and its presence on this podcast would suggest, and because of this she can do various spells. I think about nine spells, some of which produce some quite powerful elemental attacks like the lightning strike, which I remember being really quite amazing to look at, and some of which involve cutting her hand and then spraying injured people with her blood, which somehow heals them. And I hope she has magical lawyers, or at least a consent form to back that up. The bullet part of Bullet Witch is actually to do with Alicia's gun rod, which is the worst name for a weapon ever. Uh, it's a gun the length of a broomstick with sort of broomsticky pokey out bits on the end, which I feel was maybe them trying to design it to look like a broom, even though you never fly on it, which is weird. Uh, you can change the gun rod between different types of gun, so it can be a shotgun, a cannon or a gatling gun. But reloading the gun costs magic, so you can run out of ammo. You can also just hit people with it, which is sort of a back-to-basics mode. According to Wikipedia, which I have no reason to distrust, upgrades to health, guns and magic are unlocked with skill points and based on rank, which takes into account damage taken, enemies killed and the length of time it took to complete a particular level. So basically, if you're already bad at the game and need extra powers or health, you're a teeny bit screwed. On to the plot of Bullet Witch, which is... Well, there's, there's this witch, and she, she has some bullets. Okay, oh, there actually is a little bit of a plot. The game takes place in a post-apocalyptic world where demons have invaded following lots of natural disasters and financial crashes, which is oddly prescient. 
This future was actually in 2013, and clearly the developers had an idea of the longevity of their game as they apparently assumed no one would be playing it in 2018. Which, to be fair, I'm not, uh, given the aforementioned broken Xbox 360. And the fact that no one bothered to make this backwards compatible, which didn't exactly shock me when I found that out. Anyway, Alicia, with the improbable last name of Claws, joins up with the leader of the Resistance called, even more improbably, Maxwell Cougar, which sounds like he should be doing porn. Alicia discovers a journal fragment revealing that an archaeologist performed a ritual to revive a loved one after she died in a plane crash, and his actions opened a portal allowing the demons to attack humanity. And if you can't see where this is going, you probably won't be able to work out how to start a new game on the menu screen. Yes! Miss Alicia Claus is the dead girl, and her father, presumably Santa, is still alive and held in the centre of the portal to hell he opened to bring her back to life. Why she was in hell in the first place, we don't know. Alicia has to kill her father to close the portal, and then she returns to the city that you were in at the start of the game to kill a massive demon, which is imaginatively called Omega, and mercifully, at that point, the game ends. Her and Maxwell then presumably go back to the North Pole to free the elves and save Christmas or something. Overall, graphics poor, gameplay dull, plot non-existent. That doesn't mean that it doesn't have its moments. My most memorable memory, if that makes sense, is fighting a giant flying monster while standing on the outside of an aeroplane mid-flight, which was pretty cool. Uh, the spells are also quite fun to use, even if the menu system to do so is a bit fiddly. So to use your elemental spells on the third ring of the spell menu, you have to hit the appropriate side bumper button three times, select a spell, push A, and then aim the spell, and then push another button. So you're going to get hand cramp, is what I'm saying. Alicia herself is actually a pretty cool looking character, very witchy, unless you put her in the school uniform, which please don't. Uh, but her character itself is a bit bland and emo. I think her first lines in the game are when Aghast shows up, points a gun at her and says, Would you like to say your prayers? And she responds, Witches don't need prayers. Which is about as clever as the dialogue gets in the entire game. Also, the game isn't very long. It's about six hours, I suppose, if you really motor through it. And there aren't really any side quests or collectibles or anything to keep you going. So you can probably breeze through it in an afternoon if you were just looking for something where you can use spells, but also a gun. If that is what you're looking for. I would suggest playing Gat Out of Hell instead, which, although doesn't contain witches, you can play as a woman with devil wings and you have magic powers. So it's basically the same. Also, you get lots of guns. None of them are broomsticks. And now for an extract, is what I would be saying if there were any memorable or good dialogue to share with you. But I've googled for 25 minutes and I cannot find any. So please take my earlier impression of Aghast and Lysia as the extract for this episode. The best I can say right now is go find a let's play of it and marvel at the ship brown landscape and lengthy, lengthy loading screens. This has been your Witch Fix. Remember, you can get in touch at witchfixpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like, you can support the podcast by purchasing a copy of my own novel, Wayward, on Amazon for 99p. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week. Bye.